0: To walk around with Jesus. I'm talking walk on the same earth, eat a literal meal with the physically present Jesus Christ, and then have Him commission you to do things, give you supernatural power to accomplish the same tasks that He accomplished, even the same miracles that He accomplished. That would be insane. This is exactly what happened to the 12. Apostles. And you guys asked, who are these 12 apostles? Why, why were they apostles? What did they do? And so let's talk about the word apostle. The word apostle means a sent one, it is a specific sent one. And in the case of the 12 apostles with a big uppercase A, uh, these 12 apostles were the 12, even known as the 12 disciples of Jesus Christ. But to be an apostle is to be a sent one. And there's a, there, there's a sense that all of us as Christians are small a apostles. We are sent by God to bring glory to him and then sent as messengers of the gospel to wherever we go. But you're asking about the specific 12 apostles, and we'll list them out. There's several lists in the gospels. Matthew chapter 10, uh, verse 2 says, This is the name of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter. His brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, or Nathaniel, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. So these are the twelve original apostles. Jesus had other disciples while he was on this earth as well. Not specific apostles, but Jesus had other people who followed him around. In Luke six verse twelve and through through about sixteen, talks about Jesus calling his disciples, and then from then on, choosing the specific 12 to follow him. And so he grabs his disciples and he picks specifically the ones who he had chosen to be his 12 apostles. So what was their purpose? Why did he choose these 12? Why not 13? Why not 14? Why not 15? I don't know. He chose Twelve. We see later on in Revelation that there is the picture of the twelve apostles there before the throne. Uh, Maybe there's some significance there. We know in in, in Israel's day there was twelve tribes. Maybe there's a parallel there. I wouldn't look too far, but just know there's there's twelve apostles. Who were they, though? You just listed twelve, but wait a minute. You left off, I think, too. If you look at the book of Acts, after Judas betrays Jesus and dies the disciples get together and say, we've got to find somebody else. We've got to find somebody to replace him because there's supposed to be 12 of us. The prophecy says we'll find someone to replace him. And so they find this guy named Matthias. Talk about him and the selection process. But then we get later on and we say, wait a minute, we read the New Testament, 13 books to be exact, and they're from a guy named Paul, an apostle. Paul refers to himself as an apostle. One of the least, he says he calls himself the least of the apostles. As one who was abnormally born, he, he's he, he's an apostle. The Bible calls him an apostle. Are there 14 apostles? Was Judas not really an apostle? And there's 13. What about Matthias? Did, who, who took the 12th spot? We'll get to that. But what was the purpose of an apostle? The purpose of an apostle was, like I said, to be a sent one, to be a specific sent one of Jesus. They were sent uh, after his ascension to lead the church. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20 says the church was built on the foundation of the apostles. It wasn't them as the foundation, but it was their foundation on Christ and his teaching. They were the founding leaders of the church, and they really led the charge there upon Jesus' ascension. Ephesians 4, and verse 11, we'll actually get to that uh, in our study of Ephesians, that, that, that they were, the apostles, were, were were given by God to build up the church, to equip the saints to do the, the work of the ministry. That was their job to do. You see them doing that in the book of Acts. The apostles are always at work. They're always preaching. They're always teaching. They're always equipping people so that they can do ministry. But how were they selected? We see their purpose. We see who they are. But how were they actually selected? Was it just random people that Jesus says, I'll take you. I think you'll do. You'll you'll work. I guess you can be an apostle. Man, there's only, there's 10. I know I need two more. Let's see who I can get. Uh, no, that's not how it worked. He he sovereignly chose the 12 exactly and specifically. John 15, 17, he's speaking to his disciples, and he says, you guys didn't choose me, but I chose you. He chose them. They didn't wake up one day and say, I think I want to be an apostle. You know, there's people today that actually claim to be apostles. It's absurd. It is just asinine to think that you can wake up or you can achieve some spiritual status that you're an apostle without being sovereignly selected by Jesus Christ himself specifically to you just as he did in Luke 6 Jesus calls his disciples some of which we know how he called them right Peter and Andrew they were fishing and he called them and said get up leave your nets at once, and follow me, and they did. He goes down down the way a little bit and gets James and, and John, the Zebedee boys, and he calls them, and they follow him. Matthew, the tax collector, he was collecting taxes at his booth. He was hated by everyone, and Jesus calls him to follow him. Or how about the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus? He specifically and sovereignly chooses him to be an apostle, sets him apart. Or how about Philip and Nathaniel? We know as Bartholomew in other, other gospels. In, in John 1, Philip comes and tells his brother Nathaniel, We found the Messiah. He's the one. And then Jesus, Nathaniel is skeptical. I don't know about all that. And Jesus comes to him and says, I know you. I knew you where you were. I knew what tree you were sitting under. And uh, I knew you when I was way far off. I've known everything about you, Nathaniel. And he cries out and gives us a follow. Jesus later on being specifically chosen as one of the twelve apostles. And I'm saying all of this to say this, that there is criteria to being an apostle that nobody alive meets. The criteria is laid out in Acts chapter 1, verse 21. When Judas betrayed Jesus, they're trying to pick the new one to replace him. We know in the roundabout way, they cast lots and it goes on a man named Matthias. But their, their criteria was this, they had to be there for the whole of Jesus's earthly ministry. They had to be present, and they had to see the baptism of Jesus. They had to be there when all of this happened. They couldn't just hear about it. They had to also see the resurrected Jesus. They couldn't just hear about it. They had to see Jesus in his resurrected body, and they had to be present at his ascension. That was their criteria for choosing. And some of these things you say, wait a minute, I don't know, was Paul there for that? That's why I think he refers to himself as one abnormally born. Well, what about this Matthias guy who they put into the 12? You don't hear anything about him the rest of the New Testament. We make a great argument, kind of argument from silence there. That's not the best way to do it, but you don't see anything about Matthias. You see a whole lot more about Paul than you do about Matthias. And so if you had to pick 12 and say definitively these are the 12 apostles, uh, I, I would say... Paul is that 12th. Matthias is, is not that one who is truly recognized and selected by Jesus. So these are the 12 apostles. These are the 12 men that Jesus specifically called and sent out. And uh, these guys are not us. They did things that we are not capable of doing, they had authority that we did not have. And here's what we do. We submit to their teaching found in the scriptures because they got it directly from Jesus himself. And isn't he the most trustworthy one? And so I would encourage you this. Don't live as an uppercase apostle. There was 12 of them. Live your life as a lowercase apostle, wherever you go, as a sent one, bringing the message of Jesus Christ everywhere that you go because people need to hear that Jesus Christ is the only Lord and the only Savior and the only solution for their sin. And if they don't turn to Christ in faith and repentance, they will die eternally, separated from the goodness and love of God in a real place called hell. And the only hope is in Jesus Christ. And so we've been sent to bring that message. And so go and do it.